Podcast Chronicles of Demon Slayer Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Ronnie. I'm Chad. And today we are here to cover Season 3, Episode 4, Thank You, Tokito. Mauricio Tokito. Yes, we just practiced, and wow, practice makes perfect. That's what they say. It that does. was perfect on your part, Thank Chad. You. How are you doing today? I'm doing swell. I have officially semi-recovered from my sickness. Yeah, earlier you told me you had healed, which I don't think is what people typically uh, say when they're battling an right. illness. <clears throat> I think I sounded like shit. Hold on. What? Oh, <laughs> what terrible timing on this guy's part. He played around. Yeah, he is back to A-OK. <coughs> oh, man. <clears throat> I think I sounded like shit on the uh, reaction. Right. Yeah, it was one of those. It was one of those. The day you got sick had to be when you went to the concert. All right. The next two days, the sickness was breeding deep inside yep. your body. You didn't know what was going on, and then it started to sneak its way up, and you sounded kind of bad. And then. And that, that was when we did the podcast. You sounded kind of bad when we did the podcast. Then we did the reaction, which was a couple days later, and by then it had really fermented. Some called it goat kefir yeah. sickness. And then on Monday is when, late, the latter half of Monday is when yes. it really kicked in. Right. And then Tuesday and Wednesday, I was recovering. Today is Thursday. We are recording, finally. I apologize for those that have been looking forward to this. Mm-hmm. The first time I think we said... Uh, when we would be releasing the podcast, and then we didn't release the podcast when we said we were going to. Right. But that's all right. Here we are. We get it done some way, somehow. What did you think of this episode? I, on the rewatch, I enjoyed it a little bit more than the first time. Oh, so you didn't like it the first time? No, I, I liked it, but I enjoyed it a little bit. M- I appreciated it more. I appreciated it, okay. watch through. All right. How about you? I think I was just, uh, you know... First watch, rewatch, I was very steady Eddie. Okay. Some called me. Steady Ronnie. I liked it. Liked it. I knew we were in for an action packed episode. That's what we got. And let's break it down right now. We pick up where we left off. Tokito is saving this dumb, helpless little kid. Yeah. Okay. Uh, turns out the kid can run. Yay, okay. Ronnie! It also turns out the kid had a sword in his hand. Yay, Ronnie! You did it right! Woo! But yeah, a lot of people were like, uh, uh, actually, uh, Ronnie, uh, the kid, did you hear the crunching noise that the Magikarp uh, dealt out to the kid when he was grabbing him so fiercely? Uh, he actually had quite some serious rib injuries. He could not run. Well, look at us now. He was running all day, running this, all night long. Ronnie, this was literally you the last time I spoke to you. Yeah. I think it was on the podcast. Yeah. Uh, why doesn't he just, like, use a weapon? Why doesn't he try that out? He's yeah. a swordsmith. And guess what? My goodness. I, I guess what? Stand by it. Why did he not use he a did. weapon? He, he did. He tried. Yeah. He's 10, Ronnie. No. I'd hey, like to see what you were doing at 10. I Bucky. talked to... I'll go into... This is what the podcast is for. Sometimes we say things in the reaction. We can dive a little bit deeper on the podcast. When I was a kid, I used to have lightsabers. All right? And when I had a lightsaber, it was a problem. Okay? Because no, it wasn't. No kid, no kid under the age of 13 knows the appropriate amount of... Uh, strength yeah. to use when it was using a problem a for people with stigmatisms. No, 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 that's about it. You don't even know what that word means. They would, uh, 
watch a kid pick up a lightsaber, someone's fingers are getting hurt. Someone's going to come crying in just a matter of a few minutes because they're going to be swinging it too hard. This is the only kid who's ever picked up a weapon and is like backing away as he's yeah. no that's not a wow dude that's not a viable option I to go for I when can't believe fighting a 10 year old can't fight off a freaking upper demon cannot believe it all I'm saying is this is the last he's the last of his line and that's the end of the line alright because this kid is not he will not be breeding he will not survive very long I didn't um, see his testicles get messed up in the carnage yeah well his testicles could be golden and it wouldn't matter because no one wants to hang out with this guy. He's ten. Why was he? Why, I hope the, not. Why was he out in the woods all by himself? Because no one wants to hang out with him. I think he was like that. Is a good question. Why was he out in the woods? I believe he was lured. Let's look at his achievements. First of all, I don't think they're letting him smith a single sword. I don't think he's ever smithed a sword. Number two, he I can't, think his last name is Smith. He. Well, I don't think it is either. I think his last name is. Uh, mechanical robot because that's what his family was known for fixing that robot and making the robot he can't do it so the robot's done for uh he can't fight he probably can't swim he doesn't look like he can swim and he's wearing that stupid mask i you know what i think it was he was trying to can't listen to directions (laughs) he was trying to catch them all evil magic carp was the last on his list went to go catch him it didn't work out it's just funny how sometimes i always say and I always am, that I'm never wrong. I've never been wrong once. I dare someone to go find one clip of me being wrong. Yeah. You'll be looking forever. Uh, so when people challenge me, I just lay yeah. back. I lay back. I recline my chair. Even if I'm not in a chair that can recline, I look like I'm reclining. And I just go, just wait and see. Yeah, No one pull up the clip about him saying, just why waits. doesn't the kid just have a weapon in his hands? Yeah. Once again, he didn't have a weapon. He did. If you don't use the weapon, you didn't have the weapon. Sorry. Sorry. And he's got them fists, boy. So show me if I'm a criminal analyst or if I'm a crime scene analyst, okay, and he takes the sword with him and all I have is a broken up Magikarp to look around and show me where he used the sword. Okay. I'd be like, this is what I would say. I'd say, well, according to the crime scene, it doesn't look like he's had a sword. Doesn't look like he had a weapon at all. And what I would say to that is a true warrior doesn't need weapons. Well, and I would say, well, apparently that kid did because he got roughed up pretty good. Anyway, this fish, it's gross. It is. And uh, how is Gyoku, Gyoku, Gyoko, how is he using this power? I'm still a little the confused. Key. The vase is key. The vase is key. But is it like multiple vases? Because we see it a little bit later on. There's vases also on top of the other fishies. Now, the plural of vase is vase, right? Or vase. No idea. No idea. <laughs> Let me say, I, it's one of those, right? Plural of vase. I don't think, I think I remember correctly. Plural of Visai vase. Or, it's not Visai. Plural. Okay, so it is vases. Well, noun plural vases. Vase of flowers. That's where it gets confusing because you put flower, you put a group of flowers in a vase. It's... Anyways, or human body parts. Well, no, no one does Kyoko that. No do. one does. Vases just doesn't sound right, right? I don't know. Anyways, it's all in the vases, and I don't know if it's. So you're asking. There was multiple vases. Like there was a vase on that fish. There was a vase on another fish. Right. So is he? Is he like spawning There's, vases? In theory, there should be one true vase. Right. So maybe those are just copies. And he's able to like 
use his blood demon art to, to make multiple to spawn them through the vases, but there is like a host vase. Yeah, that makes sense. And if that's the case, that it just makes you even more sad that he's chosen this life of villainy because he could be have a great vase shop. He could. <laughs> that's very true. Imagine the flowers that could be in all yes. these vases. So we go to the OP after the fish, the gross fish is beheaded in one slice. And um, this is where we really get into the vase because on top of it, it's on top of the fish. He regrows its head. I um, assumed the fish's gender. I apologize. It regrows its head in a bubbly, nasty way. And Tokito analyzes. This was the most impressive part of the episode to me. Immediately is like, oh, it's the pottery on its back. And goes right. for the vase. Didn't take him five seconds. I like that about him. He's A lot of times it's like Tanjiro being like, hmm. Right. It takes him like five tries. He's like, well, maybe it's this, maybe it's that. No. Tokito? Morichio Tokito? No. He goes, he knows instantly what it is. He's got that subconscious mm-hmm. about him. Even though he can't remember a lot of things, it's but, that inner but intuition. But that's what's good about him. That's what's yes. good. You can't overthink if your head is filled Correct. with mist. He's got inner intuition. Tanji probably would have been like, oh, what's different here? Like, what's different than a normal fish? Well, it's got some form of legs. That's not... No. Tokito's like, okay, yeah, it's got legs. That's weird. But why does it have a vase on its back? Mm-hmm. I'm going for that. Um, So I was like, it must be... And that's be, obviously not the master vase. No, no, no. Because he slices it up and it's a goner. It's just kind of like poof, goes away. Uh, the kid who ran approximately 10 yards away runs out crying, thanking Tokito. And um, he also apologizes for calling him Seaweed Head, mm-hmm. which not that clever of a, uh, I mean, just not that clever, really. Didn't he forget that he called him that, too? Um, no, so my theory was that Tokito, he acted like, oh, you called me that, but even if he had heard him call him that, it, he wouldn't have cared at all, because it would have okay. been a, an insult coming you're, from this Because you're a fodder. You're like, you're just a... He would be like, you're just a little kid, a little father. Exactly. Kid. Who cares? Exactly. Yeah. He'd be like, oh, okay. You're not Yurikodaki or something. He's not even going to take the time to insult the kid back because they could be there for a long time. We know how good Tokito is at analyzing things. He got the vase. We do not want him analyzing this kid if this kid wants to get out of here without a crying fit. Or analyzing him. Not that either. Thank you. So Tokito doesn't have time for this, starts to leave, but the kid pleads for him to go help Mr. Agonezuka, or something like that. By the way, the way you drink out of that, I've talked about it before, yeah. it's like a... um. This is a uh, glassed mountain valley water for So anybody. annoying how much glass you're going through. <laughs> yeah, I mean, plastic, it's not good either, but the, the amount of glass that you are just churning through is insane. Your trash bags... I do not want to be your trash guy. The trash that they pick up at your house has got to be so heavy because it's just 40 glass bottles. And they're like, whoa, they must have a part. But now they're like, is this bitch really just drinking 40 glass bottles of water? So annoying. Anyway, the way you drink it is like the stereotypical way you'd see a cartoon um, Drunk man. buffoon drink where yeah. they just completely fist it. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> I just need it in a paper, brown paper bag too. You do the uh, Japanese names better than me, of course. 
But you don't you don't have this guy's name, the the swords guy. Just ha- kind of Haga Nezuka. Haga Nezuka? Yeah. It's Haga H A G A. Haga Nezuka. Yeah, that was pretty good. Thank I hope you. I hope I spelled it right. I think I did. I think you did. I've yeah. never been wrong before. So. I didn't I didn't write that name down, so Tokito gives, and I don't blame you for that. There was no reason for you in your role this episode to write that name down. Tokito gives this some real thought, takes a moment, and then says, No, no, I will not help you. But he immediately flashes back to the master. Little backstory here that I really liked. The master says, Muichiro, you will once again find yourself... We can see him. He's laying down, bandaged up, real bad. What do you? You have any theories here? Now that we've thought yeah, about it for a couple. I episodes? think he got injured. If all I right, had and that's really... what you come to the podcast for. Let's keep moving. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. It could be that it was a, a fight with a demon, but for some reason, I think it's going to be something more deeper than that. Yeah, I picked up on that when we watched yeah. it the first time. Is that I just assumed like, oh, he was in. He was in, obviously, some fisticuffs. Because he's already with the Master. So he's... I mean, was he already a Demon Slayer? I would think so, Maybe, right? maybe, yeah. Maybe he was a Demon Slayer and, like, one of his first battles, he got severely injured by a demon and he just ended up surviving. But then it's weird because, he, like, they talk about the mist in his head. He is the mist Hashira. So... Right, it's almost like we see later on... He's just, he's reminded of what his self used to be. It's not like he's having some enlightenment from Tanji. Yeah. It's that, like, whatever Tanji's saying, it's like bringing up his old memories. Where yeah. Where he's kind of remembering his old self. Yeah, because he's like, um, he either already had to be a Hashira, or he's somehow related to the Master. Which they both kind of have, like, dark hair and similar Seaweed features, hair. maybe. But... Yeah, it's like you think about Tanji. If Tanji had gotten in a real fight and lost his memory, he wouldn't he wasn't gonna wake up at the master's house. They didn't know each other. Right. So there was some sort of previous relationship that I'm picking up on. Maybe it is his dad. So anyway, he keeps talking to him. He says, You'll regain your lost memories. It will start out as something insignificant, but then the mist in your head will clear away. We cut back to Tokito running with the little kid on his back, and he's worried about whether or not he's doing the right thing, but keeps moving forward. So I wonder if like his old self, maybe that's what it is. Maybe this is what we're supposed to understand. His old self was a super caring guy, wanted to protect and save everyone, even fodder like this little shitbag kid. Thank you for saying, I don't know why you were defending the kid earlier, (laughs) as, uh, you know, let me go round two on this kid. Now... We're going out, we're taking Tokito out of his way to go help the sword guy. Right, right, right. Uh, have you seen the situation <sighs> that um, Tanji and others are in right now? We could be using Tokito. Yeah. But that could be leading him straight to Gyoko. So that might actually be a good thing. He needs to fight Gyoko. Because, as we see at the end of this, the love love needs to come out. Some either the love or the mist has to come help Tanji and mm-hmm. the crew. And I, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm guessing it's the love because they need a hand. Yes, but but she like um, Betsy Kroger, as I later call her, she was talking about the village, like the love. She was like she was the going village. towards the village. If she and he, the mist, is going towards the 
swords guy, mm-hmm. who the hell is going to help Tanji them? I think one of them has to go off course and help Tanji yeah. somehow. But also what I was saying about Tokido. Zenitsu. <laughs> yeah, Zenitsu's coming. <laughs> is uh, He's just reminding... All of his memories are coming back of his old self, and he used to be a super selfless person. That's how he ended up getting injured, probably, is because he was helping out people mm-hmm. he, he probably shouldn't have, but he was such a nice guy. So now his like robotic, like his new robotic self that's just like, I will protect the ones that with the high, like the movie iRobot, when the robot at the beginning's like, oh... Will Smith has a 70% chance of living. The girl, little girl only has a 10%. And he, he like picks and chooses that Now, way. did you have iRobot as a film before the uh, slap at the Oscars? I did. Will Smith? That is why I uh, called that a movie. That's a shame. A lot of, uh, That happened to a lot of Will Smith films after that yeah. fateful slap So uh, a couple years ago. Hitch 2 had to knock it down Yes, a movie. Kevin James did all he could. <laughs> Kevin James did all he could to keep it as a film, yeah. but I went back, recessed. Right. I do a yearly rewatch of. <laughs> wait, wait, let me do this. I do a yearly rewatch of the 2005 romantic comedy <laughs> Hitch. Now Hitch two. <laughs> you said Hitch two. I do a. Bo- I do a. Uh, six monthly rewatch. No, it's just it's just not a thing. Because I typed in it's two to get its Rotten Tomatoes score. Because I'll be honest, I didn't remember that film as much as. Oh, it's coming. No, it is because the first thing that pops up when you type in Hitch 2 is an Entertainment Weekly article from February 26, 2020, and in quotations it says, "Yeah." Eva Mendez is ready to make Hitch, too. <laughs> okay. Yes. Wow. Loved that film. Now it's a movie. Way to go, Will. You broke our hearts. Yep. All right. What the heck were we talking about? How many people, how many of our listeners do you think are familiar with the the 2005 romantic comedy Hitch? A lot of them now. I guarantee you they look it up now. <laughs> Can I tell you a funny story real quick? Yeah. Of course. <laughs> About that, what then was a film, now is a movie. I remember, I mean, 2005, I don't think I saw it when it first came out, but one of those yearly rewatches I did, um, seeing the part where Kevin James is like learning to dance from Will right. Smith. And I saw probably a 45 second clip of that with me and my parents. And laughed very hard. Like my dad would crack up, crack up at that shit. So then, <laughs> so then that was one of those things where in that memory was golden. So later in like my junior or senior year of high school, me and the boys were you know we're walking around to Walmart at eleven thirty p.m. in the discount movie section, okay. and I see Hitch and I go, guys, <laughs> this is a great. This is a great movie. Some would call it a film. And they're like, all right, yeah. I love Will Smith. He's never slapped anybody. And then, <laughs> so we go back. We pop in Hitch. Takes about 45 minutes. None of us laugh. And I go, sorry, I misremembered this movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very slow movie. Yeah. Very <laughs> slow. Very slow. <laughs> That's what I tried to tell him. I said, guys, it really gets going if we just... <laughs> the hour and a half mark 
it it speeds up. <laughs> Everyone know Hitch has a runtime of an hour and fifty eight minutes. I said at an hour and thirty, things really start getting crazy. Okay, wow, we are doing a podcast for no one. Here we go. What are we talking about? <laughs> yes. Okay. Elsewhere, Tanji is getting sonic beamed, but not so fast. He chops the head in half before it can attack. Now, this is the joy part of the upper four demon, and it splits into two mouths that then hit Tanji with the sonic blast that it was initially <clears throat> intending to. Right. But it's now weaker. Mm-hmm. I, it still does not look pleasant, what Tanji's no, going no, no, through. No, it does not. Um, but at least his eardrums haven't exploded from yeah, it. Yeah, he does realize after dealing with the uncomfiness that they got weaker when once they split up. Uh, Tanji saw the characters... Well, like, the, that's confusing. That's the thing about Japanese lettering, you know, they can call them characters. You can call them characters in, uh, in America, but we, I just say letters. But, you know, anime show, so... Symbols. He saw the characters inside, like Mickey Mouse wasn't inside the mouth. Is it, it characters just, or characters? And then what's the difference between a caricature and a character? Now, a caricature is a... That's what you have done at your house of like where someone made your head really big. Oh, okay. They turned myself into a character. They like, I think, I'm going to guess as I look it up, something about overly, why can't I think of the word? Fat heads? No, over, well, yes, but exaggerated features. All right. Mm. Exaggerated features. Let's see. <laughs> to my penis caricature a picture description or imitation of a person in which certain striking characteristics are e- exaggerated nice Ronnie I haven't won a hell of a game baby alright what were we talking about again <laughs> there's characters inside each of their mouths and Tanji starts to put this puzzle together there are four emotions. Pop quiz, Chadley, name the four emotions. Okay, so this one, I think in the reaction, I named three, and I had one off. Uh, I know it's joy, anger, pride. Nope. Joy, anger, sadness. Yes, but a synonym to that. You'll get partial credit for that one. Uh, synonym to sad. Depressed. Down. No. You're, you're all over it. Think about, like, anger, joy, what Anger, would the equivalent joy. of sadness be to the words Gloom. like that? Like if I say happy to joy, what is this to sad? Joy. Um, You're going to be mad when you hear it. Glee. Sorrow. Sorrow. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. I should have known that. Way more poetic than right. just sad. And then what was the last one? Pleasure. Which you know all about that one, don't you? Nope. Tanji stabs it's been a the long time. <laughs> Tan- Tanji stabs the two mouths when suddenly another part of Joy flies down attacking. Now he realizes that the mouths he stabbed have disappeared. But while he's looking at that, the other Joy swoops down, shreds Tanji with its very sharp talons. Now what's up with this Joy one? How how would you define this Joy one? Obviously the, the anger one. I mean, you can tell it's an angry guy. Yes. The sorrow one, um, you can also tell yes. the sorrow. 
Pleasure. Very pleasure. It is pleasure. Because he's just like having his, you know, he's just having a good time with Nezuko. But the joy one, I mean, is it... You're saying, I see what you're saying. This is the one that almost doesn't add up. You, oh, it's all right. I'll help you out. That almost doesn't add up. You didn't see enough joy coming from it. Yeah. There was some, but not enough. Yeah, I think you're right. Like, it was smiling, but it should have been more like, ha-ha! Yeah. That we're having fun now, mm-hmm. as I scrape you up with my sharp claws. Or a yippee! Something like that. There wasn't a single yippee in the episode, I checked. Mm-hmm. I think you're right. It needs to be more joyful. This thing is quick. I'm not sure I've yeah, ever seen Tanji struggle so badly time and time again. Like, he could not get the timing for this guy right at all. The demon's already fast enough. Do Now do a demon with wings? My goodness. Eventually, Tanji does get the pattern down, slices him in the head, and it slows him down momentarily, but it can regen, so it's... I mean, it's no fair, really. Yeah, this is... Gotta be by far the most OP upper we've seen. Yeah, uh, I mean, because we've seen Akaza fight, and this seems even way more OP than Akaza. Like, the closest we come to is they slice their tongues, and even then they're like, oh, they just don't regen as quickly. Like, we still don't know what kills them, right? Right. Like, wasn't well, our theory, like, maybe the there's, like, the head honcho that you have to take out of them, or... But maybe yeah. not, though. Yeah, I mean, right now, Anger's definitely the leader, though. And we'll get to all this here in a bit, I bet. So Tanji's just trying to get back to Nezuko. We then cut over to see she is in full demon mode, and you can tell that by the horn sticking out of her head. She had to do it. Like, it, this was just a do-or-die. She had to die. get horny? <sighs> I was not going to say that, Ronnie. My goodness, that is so inappropriate. But she had to get to this point because she had to get pointy. That's right. what I'm going to call it. <laughs> That's what you were going to say, gotcha. Because, I mean, Tanjiro told her not to, but what else is she supposed to do? This is literally an mm-hmm. upper-ranked demon. Desperate times call for yes, desperate measures. you have to do it. Exactly. Uh, she's in a stalemate with the pleasure demon. They are just, it's actually kind of comical. I laughed at it a couple times because they're just holding each other's arms and... Well, he's enjoying it. He's It's so pleasurable for him. <laughs> Sorrow, meanwhile, has a spear stuck in Ginya. That's a that's his name, right? Ginya? Yes, Ginya. He looks up, Ginya that is, and shoots his gun, blowing off the head of Sorrow. And the spear is then pulled out of his body, and he's bleeding heavily. Now, one thing I didn't put in my notes, but I remembered and need to mention, is the fact that Ginya was holding the spear into his stomach. Like, Sorrow was trying to pull it out, but... He just, I don't know, I guess had such tight stomach muscles that he was keeping it in there. Which you got to, because, you know, tale as old as time. If you get stabbed by something, don't pull it out. That's you the don't worst pull thing you can You're do. You're right. I've never once pulled out in my life. Good. They have said, and too, he even, like, when it does get pulled out, he freaks out a little bit. Yeah, yeah, because he realizes, like, oh, but, I'm starting but to lose crazy a lot of blood. what's crazy is, like, it doesn't even matter. <laughs> No, it doesn't. I don't know what's going on with this guy. We, I, I want to know everything about <laughs> I this gotta guy. I got to know about this guy. We go to the calling card, and when we come back, uh, we really start to know that this one... Oh, goodness. He's completely better, though. He's fine. Continue. We know this one is sorrow because he is sorry. <laughs> Good note. Good note, Ronnie. 
this one is sorrow because, well, he's sorry. Yeah. Uh, you know, that Ginya isn't dying as easily as he tried to allow. He tried to make it an easy death. Um, Ginya starts muttering some witchcraft. I don't know if he went all the way to wizardry, but it's definitely some witchcraft. It definitely is some black magic slash, I don't know. I'm going to call it the Ginya Force. Okay. Okay. That's kind of a... Yep, that sounds Dragon like... Dragon Ball reference. That sounds like you're writing for a uh, seven-year-old kid's TV show. Ginya Force. Not that creative at all, but it gets the point across. No, the, it's a Dragon Ball no, reference. The, yeah, and my point exactly. <laughs> the toys are going to sell sell fantastically. Ginya Force! <laughs> that does sound good. <laughs> um, I can see a bunch of men in black suits... Around a business table, just churning ideas. I think Ginya Force. We don't want to make it too deep. Let's just yeah. make little kids think it's cool and ask their parents for it. Um, so now Anger, who is the leader, yells at Sorrow, who doesn't appreciate being, being yelled at, but ultimately tries to listen, goes in for an attack, but Ginya is quick as well. He gets behind Sorrow, is about to cut his neck until a shocking turn of events... You get it, Chaz? Yes. What happens? Shockery. Lightning. What shocks? Is it lightning? Yeah, dude. The staff freaking holsters lightning. Okay. Well, or maybe it is just electricity. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I guess there wasn't exactly like thunderbolts of lightning that came down. It's more from the staff, but... Huh. Interesting. It was very... It was colored light, light, like lightning. It wasn't like an electric plug. It's like a Pikachu attack. Yeah. Which it was very much lightning. You right. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I think we're both right. Genghis shoots Anger, who is confused how this that sounded like he was shooting Anger at him, but no, he just, the guy, I, I'm calling him <clears throat> Anger because I don't know all their names. They give them names, which I thought was just like a real classless move on the show for amateur podcasters it's like seriously guys sedco was one of them or right Sedka. i just looked at the show you know when i was taking notes and went seriously you think i'm gonna try and learn these names yeah well you gave me the perfect way to know them and now you're gonna try and introduce names not happening um so genya shoots anger who is confused how this guy isn't dying chad and i were also wondering the same thing um because he is just taking one hell of a beating. And he's a human, okay? <laughs> There's, he's not a freaking demon, so how is he doing this? We've got to learn more about him. He's a demon slayer, Chad. This is always what you say no. to me. Oh, you use that no. you use that argument to me all the time. No, he is different. This is like some black magic voodoo type stuff that he's using. Witchcraft. Yes. So, Nezuko... Bless her heart. Gets a barefoot stabbed through her gut. Um, owie. But that isn't nothing for... I mean, she, like, takes a second to recoup. But then she proceeds to use a whole host of moves that I'm sorry she should have been using earlier. <laughs> because, tell me, Chad. You, you always like to shit on my ideas, even though I think I'm a very good analyzer of TV shows. Why did she not kick him before? I think it's because she wasn't full demon mode yet. Okay, well, I saw the horn, so I don't I don't buy that. But she does a ferocious kick, and then 
She sprinkles it on top a little blood demon art. She does a crazy move where she twists the guy's arm off, stealing the leaf fan. Yep. Loved that. She waves it in his direction. Shoots him flying. I like that detail, too, because I would have thought, oh, it, you know, it's not the fan that makes the demon. It's the demon that makes the fan. No, no this is a special fan. fan. And then in the I'm most. Fan. I see what you did there. Then in the most brutal part of the episode, she goes after Anger, who is too quick because he stabs her in the neck with a staff and then electrocutes her as well. Oof. And I just didn't like the way it looked. No. I didn't like anything about that. Haunting Goo is a menace. Well, I don't even... I guess Haunting Goo is all of these. He's just split... That's how I take it. He's just split emotions up. Is yeah. that how we're supposed to take it? He... That's him. Okay. That makes sense then. But when they're all together, he's just a scared little... Yeah, because I think, demon. like... I, I bet Haunting Goo... I think they're doing a beautiful job of uh, showing an on-screen... What are you laughing at? Nothing. What? I don't know. Just you saying a beautiful job. I think they're doing a beautiful job showing an on-screen case of... Ensemble? uh, Multi-personality disorder. Okay. Because I think Haunted Goo, what he... Why he's so scared, what he... Why he's so nervy... He's scared of himself. Yeah, he's got all four of these guys shouting... You know... Anytime you watch a cartoon, they got the uh, angel on one shoulder and the devil on the other. <clears throat> this guy's dealing with four. All of his emotions yelling at each other all the time. A yelling inside of his head. And that's yes. why he's just crawling around everywhere he goes. And Yes. Now, what I'm starting to wonder, though, is... First, I just had a realization. I'm sad at the idea that we might never see Haunted Goo again. No, 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 no. No, actually... Tell me. I guarantee, I guarantee you, though... He is a fifth. He is still out there somewhere, is my guess. And he's just hiding. That would be awesome. Dude, that is, okay, that is, okay, way better than the head honcho being the guy that you have to take down, is if Hauntingu is literally just peeking behind a tree, like watching this all happen. Yes, I, they should have done that. That's incredible. I, no, not they should have. They're going to do <laughs> okay, it. Okay, all right. That's all right. It's, that's my headcanon, is that Hauntingu is still out there, but he's th- these emotions have literally just spilled out of him. So I'm just wondering, like, how do you put all those pieces back together? Like, do they eventually, like, once the once the mission is done, do they all just go hop back up into Haunting Goo? I don't know. Because that's the only thing, is, like, they don't have a weakness. Like, that's why I think you have to take him out. Like, if he, he himself is somewhere, if you take him out, everyone dies. But I think like they will literally never die. I know, but do you see what I'm saying? Like, Hunting Goo's been in the Twelve Moons in the top six for hundreds of years. So, and we were initially wondering how did this guy get in? Well, it's, we see now how. But how do Joy, Anger, how do they all end up like crawling back into Hunting Goo's body? You know, I don't know. It's a good question. And I'm just mad, or I'm a- potentially mad that we don't see my boy again because that's my boy. Well, we just figured it out. He's definitely out there. I hope you're right. That will make for great laughs if we just see him, like, cowering around. <laughs> He's fear. Um, oh, my... Dude. Thank you. You just figured it out. <laughs> There's a fifth one. We're spoiling ourselves. There's a fifth emotion. Um, Where was I at? 
Okay, yeah, so meanwhile, Tanji is getting sliced and diced. He is just putting some positive vibes in the atmosphere, though. He says, Nezuko, Ginya, don't die. Good work, Tanji. We'll catch up with you later. To be fair, they are listening. They are not done yet. They're not dead yet. Ginya is still doing spells and laughing like a villain, which I didn't like. Yeah, and he's also got Bakugo's um, voice actor. Really? And it is just, he is literally that character. I don't know if you've noticed that, but, well, you don't. No, I know. Uh, well, the, you, try... you do some dub, some sub, I think, yeah. some of that. But, yeah, he's uh, Japanese. It's, like, so un- unmistakable that this guy is Bakugo. He literally acts like him, too. That's the funniest part. Right. Is he? Are you saying that guy gets typecasted? Whatever that means, sure. You don't know what typecasting means? No you... idea what that wow. is. All right. I think we all know who the film critic is on this podcast. Moi. That's how you have to refer to yourself if you're a film critic. Moi. Um, this guy has not been to many screenwrites. <laughs> screenwrites? Kenya stands up, introduces himself, says that's the name of the man who's going to kill you. Now, Tanji can see the building his teammates are at, but he isn't into the idea of running all that way. He's going to try and catch a flight. So Joy swoops down. Tanji starts to run away, and right as he's getting ready to be attacked, he, ooh, he dodges, and he attacks himself, stabs Joy through the knee, and then the mouth, and then steers the guy to take him exactly where he wants to yeah. go. Yeah. Who knew? Epic. So genius right here. Who knew? Now, I don't think flight by wings works this way, but that's fine. That's fine. It it does in this show, baby. (laughs) Tanji breaks into the building. What an entrance. And I know that he was mad because I was mad at the state that Nezuko is in. It's horrifying. Honestly, the fact that he's just mad. Well, first I want to say, I don't think he was mad enough. I thought he was going to be even more mad. Like, we were going to get just pissed off Tanji that we see every now and then. And two, I don't think he was scared enough. This is a horrifying sight to see. Is it? I mean... There's a staff stabbed through her neck, and she's being electrocuted constantly. (laughs) I don't... Maybe he's just thinking, well, she's a demon. She'll recover. (laughs) Oh, gosh. And this is when I really thought we, or I knew we were in trouble. Anger manifest a second staff, which shouldn't be allowed. No, this is, this guy's almost illegal, Hanton Goo. I don't know how, if literally there's three more demons above him, it's going to be insane. Well, first off, Akaza, we've only seen him fight with his hands and he uses like wind movement type things. Okay. Jeffrey Doma. Jeffrey Doma, yes. I cannot wait to see what blood demon art that guy uses. Because um, I, I, zero idea. Obviously, the number one demon uses a freaking sword. How yes. cool is that? Very cool. I, I mean, I've just never seen it before. I've seen two guns being wielded, two swords being wielded. Never two staffs. Two sets of nunchucks. Never two staffs. And not even is he wielding two staffs. He just materialized the second one. So he could probably just keep staffing up if he wanted to. Donatello couldn't even pull this off. Yeah. He just summoned the staff infection and instantly gets a new That's what one he calls time. it when he gets the yeah. second one. Uh, but Tanji is in his element. He uses Joy's foot 
to defend himself from the staff, he also realizes the uh, the tongue is key. If you go for the tongue, it takes him a little longer to recover. We talked about yep, that. Not going to backfire. Yep, not long enough, though. He does manage to save Nezuko, but then he gets a staff in the back of his neck. Luckily, Nezuko is freed up. She uses some blood demon art, but we just can't string any wins together because Pleasure returns with another Leaf fan. I guess he can manifest the special fans and hits Tanji and Nezuko into the floor with such pressure that they break through it and are then knocked out. This guy's a freaking problem, bro. (laughs) That would, I mean, that really is, did you put yourself in their shoes, like what that would be like? Yeah. I'm trying to think of like, oh, yes. It's It's like, have you ever done one of those, I think you did because I remember you talking about it, the mission space at Disney World, mm-hmm. where it's like a uh, a flight simulator, and obviously, um, it's it's not the complete real deal. But they have like a hard mode; they have an expert mode. Yes, and it's legit. And I've never felt anything quite like it. Yeah, I did not like the feeling. Was not a fan whatsoever. So that's what I imagine this is like. For those who don't know what we're talking about, basically, they spin you around so fast that you're just like, your body's wanting to fly back, but obviously there's like a, something yeah, containing it's, you. It's called G-Force, right? G-Force, yeah. yeah. The same, you know, Ginya Force, G-Force. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it literally just, it's supposed to feel like you're actually in a rocket ship. And if that's what a rocket ship feels like, sign me up to never go on one of those. Well... Our Lord and Savior Jeffrey Bezos has done it a few times, so he, yeah. But do you think I you got to be as skilled as he is? I'm just saying, like, do you think I have the show, balls that guy has? That goes to show how just much of a force of nature you got to be. Yeah. God, gift that guy to a trillion. He needs it. Did he ever officially overtake Elon after Elon? Bought I don't Twitter? know. I really hope so. I mean. Another, how how long are we going? Let me look this up real the quick. The man has lost his hair for how from how hard he's working, so it's mm-hmm. like. I mean, I got a picture of him, but of course, no one no one says. Oh wow, who the fuck is this guy? The richest man in the world currently, as of May first, is Bernard Arnault, the CEO and chairman of something in France. What? All right, don't like that. Wish I hadn't looked it up because now I'm in a bad mood. Oh, no, we got a bug over there? Yeah, it's dead. Don't worry about it. Good work. Good work. They usually don't come out in the day. Don't like seeing them in the day. Thanks for taking care of it. Uh, oh, yeah, give it. All right. You had to go back for seconds? Like a colossal. <laughs> um. All right, here's what we got going on now. Elsewhere, the village is being alerted of an attack, but not the one we were just dealing with, but rather 50 more of the evil Magikarps running all got vases. They all have vases. And what is going on? They're purple. Purple vase Magikarps. I don't understand. So, is that Gyoko just being like, they're not as big. I did notice that they're not as big. Did he just go for like a costume change or is this particular size all purple? How does that work, you think? I don't know. I'm I'm very confused by his demon art. Mm-hmm. We've kind of got Haunt and Goo figured out. He the fifth one is him, he himself, fear. 
and he is behind a tree somewhere, we'll get to him eventually. <laughs> yeah. But Gyoko is a tough one to crack. He is. A tough vase to crack, some would say. Yeah. In the sky we hear, hurry, hurry, village in trouble. And that, of course, is my impersonation of one Betsy Croker. Now, you can tell it's Betsy, not Betty, because it has a little bonnet on it. Yeah, it does. Cute. So cute. My guy Betty doesn't wear bonnets. Betsy does. Now, it belongs to the love Hashira, who is ecstatic that she is needed. Even if a village is close to destruction, she's ready to give it her all. Right. Now, the whole, uh, we're going to keep this village in secrecy is thrown completely out the window because the whole point of that was for the demons not to find him. Yeah. But now there's two upper ranks that found him. So I started to gripe on it a little bit, but then I realized, well, like what, you know, what are they hiding it from now? Right. Nothing. Mission failed. There's literally two uppers there. It doesn't really matter. Yeah. I think that they should, you know, pull a lever and a big shining signs that say village right here should pop up to just help get as much help as they can. Now, what I'm confused about, though, is, oh, the first episode. Mm-hmm. Actually, no, that isn't. Wasn't Jeffrey Doma trying to get here? Or trying to get in on the secret with Yoko? He and, was trying to get on the secret. Sent, the Nacho lady. Didn't he try to get her to send him to where um. Yoko was? If I'm not mistaken, in the first episode, he was like, "Hey, can you send me there with him?" And then she just yeah, said that no. sounds familiar. But also, he might have. I remember him asking Gyoko, like, "Hey, what you got going on?" And Gyoko was that guy who's, "I'm not telling you." Oh, okay. But I mean, Jeffrey Doma, I miss that guy. He's got his own thing going on. I know. I want to know so much more about Jeffrey Doma. I'm so excited about him. I do like the two uppers that are here right now. I like our boy Hauntingu a little bit more than Gyoko. A little bit more? By a little bit, I mean a lot of it. Yes. Um, but yeah, I want to know. Jeffrey Doma might be my favorite demon in existence. Wow. So. All right. Let me introduce you once again to Hauntingu, but that's fine. <laughs> well, this has been a fun episode. Um, you can follow us at Ronnie and Chad on all social media. Yes, Check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash Ronnie and Chad. Check out the reactions, okay? We're, yeah. gonna, we're trying to get better at them. We're trying to. You know, it's it's an interesting thing doing the reactions. I've never done anything like it. I've never been in front of a camera. I've never liked reacting to stuff. Um, every time my mom tr- gets me to try something new, she always like gets me to take a bite of like a new piece of cookie or something and it's like waiting on my reaction. A lot of times, I don't make a face. You know why? Go find, you can go find reactions on YouTube. Search them up there. But now you are the reactions on YouTube. But now I am, yeah, so I really got to show it off. Yeah. I'm going to show up. Trust me. Yeah. It's it's an interesting thing. So we're we're having. I got a lot going on. Trust me. Yeah, we're having fun. We got a lot going on. Um, Check it all out. And we'll just keep talking with you. We'll do it. I'll plan on doing it next week and Sunday on the reaction. That worked for you? Yeah. All right. I've been Ronnie. I've been Chatty. Peace. Peace.